We're on page Kuf Ayin Zayin 177, about 10 lines from the top. We've just been speaking about the fact that Hashem is called Sibas Asibas and Elas Elas. Elas Elas is a, describing how Hashem relates to creation in a Seder Masudr, orderly fashion from the, this is talking about the Malikulam, the Eir, which is more Tzumtzum, which is already contracting, condensed. Therefore, it relates to the limited creation. Therefore, it can descend from one level to the other, to the next, till it comes down to enclosed in an actual physical being. Whereas sibas asibas implies a distant cause for creation. That is relating to the irasavi of the infinite revelation of Hashem, which doesn't um, have a actual intimate, close relationship with creation. Only is a distant cause for what happens in creation. As a misabiv devotee, Hashem is the distant cause in, in arranging matters in a very, you know, exact plan. What's happening, and that is the idea. Save column because it's not a, we're not aware of this plan. Um, and this idea of save column can also be enclosed. It can be the the reason. It can be. It can also be enclosed in nature, but that within nature itself. Things start happening which cannot be explained according to nature. It cannot be explained according to intellect and logic, um, like the like the miracle of like a miracle of Purim, which is a whole miracle was enclosed within nature. So this is the idea of the supernatural within the nature, and this is an even greater miracle than just breaking nature. Um, and we quoted this Gemara, and just to clarify that that. Gemara is talking about what Hashem said to the Sutton and how he's testing Eoif. He said, I want you to give him the greatest Yisudim, but still, break him as much as you can, basically. Break his body as much as you can, but don't kill him. Still keep his Neshama alive. Don't take, bring him to the actual death. Um, but also, this is talking about that basically, even though the nature you're breaking, you're breaking nature, but still. So what does it mean? Shverzachavis means breaking nature through these unbelievable miracles which are enclosed in nature, but uh, from Hashem, which is a distant cause for everything, arranging things. But still, Shmeidus know that even that, nevertheless, still let um, nature should still be there. It shouldn't totally be totally broken. It shouldn't totally be breaking the order of nature. Supernatural within the nature. So that is the unification of two opposites of supernatural and natural, which is even more amazing than just breaking nature, like in the miracles of Kriyas for Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And we explain the Kel Deis Hashem. Hashem is a God of two different Deis, two different perspectives. That's Elyin, which is from the infinite energy of Hashem, the Seviv Kolom, which, the, which the, from that perspective, whatever is closer to Hashem, higher, is more of a yesh, a true existence. Whatever is lower is less, is, is further from that truth, therefore more ayin. Das tachin, from the perspective of the air, say, mamalikulam, which enclosed in the world, the condensed, contracted energy, which already gives a certain importance to the worlds because it fits itself according to their level, it sees the opposite. It says that the whatever is more of a, a closer to the physical world is more of a yesh, an existence. And whatever is higher is out of my realm, out of my appreciation, therefore more of ayin, as if it doesn't exist. So from Das Elyon is what you is drawn down basically breaking nature because that's the from that perspective it's cool make a luxury everything doesn't exist and that's where you have breaking nature Das Tachtin is the actual conducting of nature how the world runs in a natural way that's the energy which basically enlivens nature but even the the fact that there should be within nature something supernatural that is unification of both these perspectives together 
meaning within the Das Tachti, within the Eir the contracted energy, there should be a revelation of the Das Elyon, the infinite energy, the Seva of Kolon. And nevertheless, the Das Tachti should still be uh, should still be there. The nature should still be there. An example of the Arin, even though in space, spatially, doesn't make sense that it fit in the Kedush Kedushim, uh, it was actually bigger, but still, when you would be there, you would see it would actually fit. So it was it didn't break the space. It was within space, but at the same time, not within space. Um, and so, too, in the idea of the unification of the nature and, and supernatural, it's a it's the unification of two opposites in one concept, in one entity. And that is from a lot higher level, and therefore, that's only from the level of basically Atmos and Mahus, from Hashem's very essence, which can unify the infinite and the finite. Because Hashem's essence is not infinite, is not limited by infinite or by finite. Therefore, you can bring these two opposites together. So ten lines from the top. And this is the fact, this is the reason why Yisrael was more affected by the fact that more it changed him. He was more influenced by the fact that he saw, like it says, the very same way that the Egyptians thought to kill the Jews, that's, that's the way that they were killed, by drowning. Um, the fact that the Egyptians were paid back, measure for measure, he was more excited about that. That changed his, that helped him recognize, he called Leviah, that Hashem is greater from all the Lekim, all the powers. Even more, more than the actual miracle of the splitting of the sea, which is an unbelievable miracle. But, what is it about this? Um, Hashem paying them back with the drowning in the sea, the connected Mida, that he was so excited about. Because the idea of the splitting of the sea is something which is totally above nature and it's not such a great novelty. Because whenever, when there's a revelation of Hashem's infinite energy, which totally transcends creation, obviously nature, which is not a vessel to contain that revelation, is going to be broken, is going to be nullified. So therefore, when there's a revelation, it creates sounds of of Atik, like we were saying before, automatically, it's going to be an unbelievable miracle, just totally blatant and open. Um, and the parentheses, you know, gufa. Seemingly, we could say, even in the Kriya Siyamsev miracle, there was a miracle within nature itself. I was actually explaining this earlier, but the fact that it, the, the Puzzik says that the water stood up like a solid wall. Not that the actual water didn't became um, became ice water became meaning left its whole realm of being water it stayed water but it changed its nature to the nature of a standing wall a solid so they basically liquid became a solid but it, it was still water it just was now like in this form of a wall and it took on the nature of a solid not that the water became a solid it took on the nature of a solid so we see that there was a, it's, it's still seemingly a miracle within nature itself that water still stayed water, just took on the nature of a solid. But nevertheless, you see that there was a bitl here, that the nature of water to be a liquid, to be flowing, was nullified and became changed its nature, became like the nature of a solid. And the fact that the, the water stood up um, and totally went against its nature, when you're talking about that, so then the miracle of creation of the world is a lot greater miracle than the splitting of the sea. Like explained in Commission's Barber, chapter 2, explains that in order to bring about the miracle of the splitting of the sea, which is changing the, miracle, changing the nature of water to be like a solid, 
which is basically changing nature, there had to be a constant flow of the Ruach Chodim, the, the wind, to keep that change happening. And because it was kind of like a Yashmiyayin, a new creation within the nature of water. But obviously the creation of world, which is a true Yashmiyayin, the world didn't exist and never existed, had no possibility to exist, and now it exists. This is something that has, has, has to be a constant creation. So if we're talking about that idea of the that they stood up like water against their nature, so that's not the greatest miracle. Yisrael wouldn't have been more excited just about the idea of creating worlds. And you can't really say that there was a supernatural within nature here because there was a bittel, a certain type of bittel, and a certain aspect of bittel of nature here. The bittel of the nature of liquid to be flowing. Okay, so that's out the parentheses. But the fact that the Egyptians were drowned in the sea, like we quoted in the Medrash, that this ended up happening through many through many distant causes, many Hashem arranging everything in a distant way where people weren't aware that it was a miracle happening and then finally they chased after them into the sea. And then that was the whole plan that now the cunning plan, so to say, and now they're going to get, the sea is going to drop back on them and drown them. So the fact that they drowned in the sea was through, like this idea we said before, the Sibas Asibas, the distant cause, of this is the area we call them, the supernatural coming within nature, not breaking nature. The common again is the Sibas like this, Medrash said, that so many um, cunning, smart plans I did against the Egyptians to allow for the exodus, till they came to this fate where they drowned in the sea. And that is the fact that we see that within nature itself is something which is supernatural. And therefore, that is what Yisrael was specifically more excited about and what changed his whole opinion about the God Leviah, that Hashem is so much greater than all their powers. Because this, you see, is now a total unification of the infinite and the finite, the supernatural and the natural. Hashem's supernatural, um, unlimited being, unlimited revelation, which is basically supernatural miracles which are happening, which eventually led to the Egyptians being drowned in the sea. But it wasn't obvious. It was just natural things going on. They chased after the, the, the Jewish people. They chased in, into the water. It wasn't a miraculous thing that all of a sudden the Egyptians were just burned up. No. It was Hashem planning it. Oh, and eventually they're going to go into the sea. Naturally, they're going to decide to do that. And then the sea is going to go back on them. So we see that there was a supernatural, Hashem's supernatural um, energy investing within the natural energy of nature. And that is even more amazing because it's a unification. It's a unification of two opposites within one entity. And that is why, specifically why Yisrael was more excited. But the very thing, the very thing that they wanted to do to the Jewish people, that is how they were judged. And because, and that is, that is expressing this idea of Shem's Sibas um, Asibais, being the distant cause for everything supernatural being invested within the net, within nature. So now, um, that's why we, that's why I understand why Yisrael was so much expressed his excitement in this um, idea. and so concerning this is what Yisrael said: "Gigod Levaya, Chulu, Hashem is great." But now we ask the other question: Why it says Levaya, not Gigod Likim? We call Elikim. Like I said, Elikeo Elikim. Elikim is greater. This power of Hashem is greater than all the powers of the angels. Because, why does it say Havaya Davke? Dikoyach Zehu Mishem Havaya Davke. This power, this ability, 
to basically have the supernatural within the nature, it comes from Shema Vaye. It comes from the Shema Vaye, like we explained earlier, Shema Etzim, which is the shame, the name of Hashem, which refers to the essence of the spheres. And like we explained earlier, Aniya Vaye. It's the unification with Hashem's essence with a, the aspect of Avaya, which relates to the creative process, the limited divine energy. So there is a unification between them. Therefore, basically, the Shema Etzim relates all the way back to the Ira Atzmi, of the Atzmi Samaitzel. See, Godl Havaya, Havaya, the Shema Etzim, is what has the ability to bring this about. Like we said before, because Ani because the Hashem's very essence is unified with this aspect, which in, in, uh, enclosed in creation. We said before that this is referring to the unification between Seviv Kolomim, the infinite energy of Hashem, and the Malakolom. They're all one, like the Zerah says, totally one with the infinite um, essence of Hashem, the emanator of the world of Atilas. Is the steps of creation, which basically relates to the, the divine energy, which is limited and contracted, enclosed in each um, creation according to its measure. And in a way, it invests in each creation in a specific way. Nevertheless, that is totally one with the essence of the emanator, the source of the world of Atsilus. We said the, the unification between Havaya, which is Malakolon, and Ani, which is Sevukolon. Therefore, from this specifically, from this level, there can be a revelation of that which is supernatural and natural, above nature, within nature. So that's why Israel said, Davka, the name of Ayah over here, even though we're talking about Hashem's power is even greater than all the other powers of the worlds, even greater than all the other Malachim and the Kechovim and the Zolis. But, because Yisrael is trying to bring out this point that the supernatural within nature, the Sibuve Devarim, which happened, that they, uh, led to the Egyptians eventually being drowned in the very same way that they wanted to kill the Jews, Hashem led it within nature. You didn't see that it was supernatural the whole time and brought them about this idea, this amazing miracle of being drowned in the sea. And that is that idea of bringing together the supernatural within the nature is only possible from Shema Vaya, which is Shema Etzim, because Shema Vaya is this idea of the Kulachad, it's totally one with Hashem's essence, the Seviv Kulam, and sort of bringing together these two levels of the Havaya and um, Havaya and the supernatural and the nature, because they're all one with Hashem's essence. So that is the why it says Havaya specifically, because Havaya is that level which it has the ability to unify the supernatural and the, and the natural. So this is what Yisrael says, he means when he says that now I know that Hashem Havaya specifically, the Hashem Havaya is greater than all Elikim, which we explained earlier, refers to the powers of the Malachim, the different channels that funnel the divine energy to creation. He explained earlier that Elikim refers to the con- conduct Hashem basically runs nature through the funnel, the channel of the supernal angels, the supernal ministers, which are the funnels that conceal divine energy to make it fitting for creation. That's the Elikim. And that is a Koyach. It's a certain Koyach that they have, that this, which is invested within them, not an inherent Koyach, intrinsic Koyach, but it's something which invests in them. In them. They have that ability to give over the energy to creation. So that's Elikim. When it says that Havaya is greater than all the Elikim, the Hainu Shabbat Gufa, within the Elikim itself, within the nature itself, Yishbir is a Teva. 
he should break nature and still nature should be existing it shouldn't, it shouldn't totally um, be broken so there's a breaking of nature because like we said about the idea of the hamida. The Arin was not supposed to fit, um, technically it wasn't supposed to fit in the space of Kiddush Kadashim. So therefore it was a it was breaking nature. But at the same time, it actually fit. When you were in there, you, it didn't look like it was breaking nature. It was still within nature. It was still within space. So this idea, Godl Havaye, the level of, of godliness which has the ability to basically unify the unlimited revelation of Hashem, the supernatural and the natural. Godl Havaye Mikol that within the Elikim itself, within the energy which is enclosed within creation, the nature, there should be a breaking of nature, and nature should still be nature. It shouldn't be totally broken. It should still exist. Besides the fact, meaning to say that besides the fact that Hashem has the ability, the power and the ability to totally destroy nature and totally break the rules of nature. Even more so, even more of an amazing feat, so to say, Hashem has, He has the ability to conduct, to run nature, to make this, the, within nature, the supernatural should come within nature, without breaking nature. So it's a really a nimna nimnois, it's something which is making the impossible possible. Uh, supernatural within nature, breaking nature without nature being broken. So that's the more amazing feat. That's why Yisrael was more nispol from that idea than from the actual Nisim which totally broke nature. And this ability to basically the schabrus of the unification of um, of these two opposites in one in one entity, the Lamailam in the Teva, that ability comes from it comes from stems from Shemavaya, specifically because like we explained earlier, because the essence of Hashem is totally one with Havaya. Therefore, since um, Hashem himself and the Havaya is totally one, therefore within the Havaya has the ability to um, has the ability to unify these two opposites of Teva of, of the unlimited, the Seviv with the Teva with the nature of the Bimali. So now, even though we're saying now that Havaya has this ability to unify the, the supernatural with the nature without breaking nature, but also the breaking of nature, the destroying of the rules of nature, and the nullification of that is also stems from Shemavaya. It's known that Elikim, the Shem Elikim, is in the miracle equivalent of all the letters together. The Gemachi of it is Hateva, the nature. So we see that Elikim is the name of Hashem which uh, relates to basically which shows upon the fact that Hashem limits his divine energy and rules nature in a way where it looks like it's nature just running by itself without any revelation of, of godliness that's why Elikim is also the idea of Gvuda of Tzimtzum it's the concealment of the divine energy show, so it should make it seem like the world is running on its own but just by nature so Elikim is Gmatria Teva that's why it has a numerical equivalent of nature because its whole idea is nature is allowing nature to seem to the world like seem like it's running by nature not by a godly energy invested within it and meaning to say that the nature, what is nature here? It's the godly energy which comes through, which is funneled through the matat, the malach matat, angel matat, which is called the minister of the world because he's the funnel for the general divine energy, divine energy which is which comes into creation in a concealed way. So, the, so each creation should be able to contain it without becoming nullified out of its existence. Um, 
And this energy relates to a world in a way where it allows the world to seem like it's running just just like nature naturally, without any godly intervention. And also all the ministers, divine ministering angels, like you explained before, Michal and Gabriel, they all are um, from this Shem Alekim, basically the aspect of godliness which conceals the divine revelation and therefore allows uh, allows the world to seem like it's being run naturally. Therefore, even though the divine energy is funneled through Malach Michal to water, water runs naturally. It doesn't look like it's the divine energy which is making it run every second. Um, so that same is true with all of the ministering angels. So, it comes from which comes from the, which means we can say one of the explanations of the kim is not just koyach and chizik a power but also godly power. Which is referring to when we say alikim and referring to actual godliness, not just the idea of power, which can be applied to judges or to Moshe being a ruler of Rapari. This idea of alikim how it relates to alikus, but to the godly energy which basically comes contracting and condensed within creation, allowing the world to seem like it's running just by nat- naturally without any godly intervention. The Hainu, that is referring to the the godly energy, the godly power, which comes into a uh, internal way, which comes enclosed, literally enclosed within the world. In an enclosement of the the godly energy, which is bringing it to existence, which is being affecting the existence of everything, within the creation, within that which is affected by that energy. To enliven all the worlds and the creations, each one according to its specific qualities and its level, its capacity. So that's the idea of Alekim. It's the godly energy which is concealed and contracted in a way which it allows you to think that the world is just running by nature. Because it's referring to this divine energy which becomes mislabish and clothed within nature within the creations according to their level and the idea of enclothing is also like just the idea of clothes it covers over that which is wearing the clothes he which is wearing the clothes so too this divine energy has become mislabish it totally enclothes within every creation in a way where you don't recognize it's, it's so to say um, veiled by the actual clothing of the creation so that's the idea of Alekim. It's this divine energy which becomes clothed, the contracting condensed energy which becomes hidden by the creation. Therefore, it seems like it's just running naturally, not by divine intervention. But Shemavaya, like we're just saying in the beginning of this idea here, is that Shemavaya not only has the ability to unify the supernatural with nature, but also has the ability to break nature. Does not come in, a, it refers to a divine energy which does not come in a real um, enclothement of the divine energy within creation. The gam even the contracted, diminished ray, which is drawn from Shemavai, which does come clothed in the world, it says concerning this level, this contracted ray from Shemavai, in Kodesh Kavaye, there is nothing more holy and removed than Havaye. That even this Ha'ad of Shemavaya, the can the Extension from Shemavaya, not the Shemavaya itself, the contracted, condensed ray from Shemavaya is still Kaddish, is still holy and totally removed from being really enclosed within worlds. Even that aspect, which does relate to worlds in an internal way, still is totally removed from worlds, as it explains in other places. 
And now that was the Ha'ara from the Havaya. But now the etzim, the act, the essence, the actual Shemavaya itself, not just the extended ray from Shemavaya, who is totally above from being clothed in nature. So therefore you can see how this level of divinity will be have the ability to totally to totally overcome nature, break nature, and bring about miracles that won't be um, that will reveal that it's not just nature which is running things, it's Hashem which is running everything. So to explain this even more, Havaya and Elikim in general, in a more general sense, refer to Eiris, uh, the godly energies, lights, and Kalim, and the godly vessels, the funnels, the channels that channel that simple divine energy and specific uh, expressions of Chesed, Gvuda, Tiferes. So Havaya is the simple. Um, abstract divine energy which doesn't have any definition to it just gives the ability or gives life and then Elikim is what gives the definition the contraction the limitation that defines that simple energy um, like in Seichel there's the Seichel itself and then there's the letters for the Seichel the Seichel itself is just the intellectual idea simple idea and then there's the letters which express that idea and that's why the verse the verse says Ki Hashem Shemeshumagin avayalikim, sword, a sun and a shield, or the sheath of the sun is havaya, is like the sun, and alikim is like the shield. So havaya is just like this expression of divine energy, like the sun shining, and alikim is the mugin which covers over that shining, which defines, limits that energy. Um, being that the kalim, these channels, these vessels for the simple divine energy being that these vessels are a metzius are an existence whereas the oyer is not a real existence it's totally unified with the moir with the source of the light therefore it's me'enam or it has the similar characteristics of the moir and therefore it's still abstract it doesn't it's not a real metzius yet so being that the kalim however are a real metzius they are an existence their own entity and their limitation lochem chenashem alikim Lochem, from the level of Shem Alikim, therefore from the level of Shem Alikim, therefore from Shem Alikim basically affects that the simple abstract divine energy should be drawn down in a way of Islapsus, of enclothement, of internalized, being told, becoming totally internalized and enclosed within the creation. The power of the creator within the creation. The power of the effector within the affected. So Shem Alikim has that ability because it's the Kli which limits, defines, contracts, conceals that simple light and therefore allows it to become enclosed and fitting according to the creations. However, Shem Avaya, which is just the simple, abstract, divine energy, even though we're talking about still an a light which means that it's not the it's not the source of light the essence therefore it's already a level of divinity which has become contracted and condensed extended from his essence not the essence itself therefore it's already the light itself without the effect of the kalim is already on a level of mamali kalim meaning its whole purpose is to fill the worlds specifically according to their characteristics and to eventually be enclosed in an internal way within the vessels but nevertheless since we're still talking about avaya the oir the light, which is totally one with the Ma'ir, it's an extension from this source of light, and that's why, nevertheless, Hari Aniyavai, it's Aniya, Hashem Himself, Musebetz Musei, the essence, the infinite essence of Hashem is totally one with that Ma'ir. The Ma'ir, the godly energy, 
which is extended from the essence, is totally one with the infinite essence, the emanator of the world of Atilas. The Lachin Hu Pshitus, and therefore the light has this abstract simplicity to it without any definition yet. It's Mufshot, it's totally stripped from any definition. Pshitus, simplicity and Mufshot from the same word, totally stripped from definition. Because it's totally one with the infinite essence of Hashem, which is also totally simple. And therefore it has an aspect of infinity towards it. Infinitude. And that is even after it's become extended from the essence and contracted and condensed into an energy which is eventually going to be enclosed in the vessels through being channeled and funneled by the Kalim. And that's why the divinity of the godly energy which from which is symbolized by Shemavaya is not does not become enclosed in internal way within the worlds without being affected and funneled by the Kalim. Because it still has that infinity towards it, and the characteristic, that feeling of the source, of the motor, of the source of the energy, which is totally infinite and therefore cannot enclose in finite worlds. And on the contrary, not only can this energy not become enclosed in the world in an internal way, but on the contrary, through a revelation of Shemavaya, even though it's not the actual essence, it's just an extension, a condensed, contracted extension from the essence, still, when there's a revelation of that, it brings about a totally nullification, a breaking of nature, totally. As it's written concerning the miracles, the signs and wonders of in the uh, Exodus from Egypt and in the splitting, splitting of the seas, turning to the next page, it says about these miracles, that through these miracles, the, the Egyptians should know that I am Avaya, using specifically the name Avaya, because specifically through the revelation of Shem Avaya, which is a extension from, from, from that divine essence, but still, even though it's just an extension, but still it has the feeling and the connection, the ischabras, the chibur, with that essence. Therefore, it has its simplicity and infinity towards it, and therefore when there's a revelation um, of that havaya, it becomes, it brings about the bitalatava, the nullification, the breaking of nature. Stop there on the top of page, kuf ayin ches, the top line.